Welcome to episode 173 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. This is a very uh, special casserole episode because we have a special guest uh, with us. He is uh, the captain, the owner, the founder of Taurus Comics. This is Kyron Silva is with us tonight. Welcome. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna add in any special effects for, for <laughs> clapping. Wow! I don't even get it's claps. Nothing, huh? We don't have special effects. They're I'm the only clap the closest then. time we came to special effects was when I spilled my beer during an episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> production value. God, dude. <laughs> I really fallen down. I? Yeah, we peaked a long time ago. It's, oh, a, che- okay. it's a cheap outfit. It's. <laughs> We need, we need than what I was doing before. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's not promoting this on his social media. Yeah. He literally had nothing else to do. He just wanted to get the fuck out of the house. Seriously, <laughs> I really did. I wanted to just get away from my kids for a little bit. He's like, either I watch my kids and do laundry or I go talk to these two idiots. It's time to do the dishes. He's like, oh, I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> I gotta go. I've had this plan for weeks. Go. I gotta go do that <laughs> podcasting that I'll never tell anybody about. But you gotta bathe the kids. No, it's all right. It's all right. I'm gonna go talk about something stupid. Actually, it's not stupid, but so so this all this uh, this episode is is about the, the whole thing that spawned this episode is is Black Panther and the Oscars and. We were on the side last year of defending the film, like saying, like, people, there's no reason not to like this film. Um, And when they couldn't give you reasons and said stupid shit like Batman v Superman was better, you you lose all that credibility to me that you think this film is just bad because it's bad. You just really want to just hate on it. So fast forward to this year and come, you know, Oscar and Golden Globe season, Black Panther has been nominated twice. Surprisingly, for, for me anyway, surprisingly, for best film. Um, we had reviewed it. I think both me and you either gave it four or four and a half chainsaw and yeah. lightsabers last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now we seem to be on the side of saying, like, I don't think it deserves best, uh, not, not for best film. Because it's not the best. I mean, the best comic book film of this year, actually, is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, absolutely, that's the way. That's yes. the way I feel. About By it, far, that oh, yeah. is the best, yeah. best comic book film of last year. I should say it's 2019. So, but uh, yeah, by far that was the best comic book movie of all time um, of that cool. year. And it might even be all time. Uh, that that movie is just phenomenal. There's just literally nothing wrong with that movie. <laughs> that movie is everything. It's got heart. It's gorgeous. It's something I've never seen before. It's funny. It's got spider men and women in it. It's fucking great. Um. But that wasn't nominated because it, it's a cartoon. Um, so two reasons why I brought uh, Kyron here. It's his comic book background and because he's not white. So, sure about that. <laughs> well, either that or my room is casting a really perfect shadow on you. Yeah, that happens a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to get Kyron's opinion. I, I, I know he likes. I know he liked the movie from we're Facebook friends, so I've, I've seen the things that he said before. But I wanted to get it on here. Did you think when it came out that it deserved the nods that it's been getting for best film? Um, I was totally surprised when they got an Oscar nomination for best film. Um, I really didn't think it was that great of a film to be in that category. But I'm not going to say he didn't deserve it. I mean, there were Black Panther was such an amazing film on so many levels that it, there wasn't anything like it 
at least coming from comic book realm. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's hard to say it didn't deserve it. Because if you go back and look at it, there wasn't too much about that film that wasn't just great all around. Um, yeah, I actually started watching it again just to get ready for this for this show. And um, <clears throat> I, I was smiling at all the same parts that I did the very first time I saw it. And but the problems arose, you know, right away, <coughs> right away when <coughs> I'm watching it, and I want more of Okoye, I want more of Shuri, I want more of everybody else but Black Panther. He's the least interesting character of the of the movie, and his story arc isn't as grandiose as say like you know Iron Man's yeah. or Thor's or albeit all 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 comic book. Origin stories are kind Miles, of predictable. Miles Miles Morales, right? So, oh, Miles Morales was great though. <laughs> that was a great origin yeah. story. You know, I had the same issue with Black Panther as far as the character in the movie, yeah. and and I think a lot of that came from his emergence in Captain America, in, right? In which right. we got so much that was just amazing Black Panther footage in that. I think it set the bar for what he was going to be in the movie. It was really high. We were expecting it to be at that level. But then they got so much of a a robust cla- um, cast That's around right, him, yeah. and it's like you had to highlight everybody that was there because it was just amazing acting. And like we, you and I were talking about this earlier, but the the costume designs were amazing, the sets were amazing. It, it, you just there was just no way Black Panther was going to shine in that movie, right? It, I mean, I mean, BJ, I think you you were on the same page with me, right? About about the the character Black Panther being the least interesting in the movie. No, I felt he wasn't because he, like Kyron said, we already we already got him in Civil War, and we got the best of him, and we got a story arc within that movie, which was crazy because there was so much other stuff going on, and every time he came on screen, I I just I lit up. I was just like, oh my, I I couldn't take my eyes off him because he was just such a dynamic character, and in the movie Black Panther. Everybody else was dynamic. Everybody else had something going on. He just played the straight character, and he didn't really have much of an arc. Um, so the really resident... I mean, Killmonger had... He was the dynamic character. He had an arc. He had motivation. He had all this shit that he wanted to do. And uh, his story moved forward. He had a backstory that we saw. We, we saw all this shit, and I felt like it was Killmonger's movie, really. So, um, and then couple that with the, the special effects, uh, every time he was in the Black Panther suit, it was complete CGI mess and the ending fight while it was historic, like it was kind of like uh, a nod to the underground railroad, which I just read that in Mark Bernardin's, uh, um, uh, uh, review again in entertainment weekly, which was fantastic. I never saw like pictured that or thought of that. So when I read that, I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. But the fight down there was so CG heavy that it just it took you out of the movie. So it's, you know, that movie is still great. It's never been done before, but there's just something about it that doesn't, I mean, it's at 97%. I don't think it's 97%. I still feel like The Dark Knight is the benchmark on comic book movies and, and, and movies that transcend what they are. Um, Black Panther, I don't think was there yet. Uh, but still, I mean, what that movie has done, it's opened so many doors that I think that the Oscar nomination, I have a feeling is like another way of like, Hey, this movie opened doors this way and now we want to reward it. So I, I get that in a sense, 
but looking at all the movies that I saw over the year, like some of the really like dramatic and really awesome films and whatever that I saw, I just don't see it in the category. Not that it's not deserved, but I think other movies deserve better. So um, it was just interesting to see it in there. Like I can understand why, but at the same time, I was like, man, I saw probably two or three, five other movies that I thought were just like, there's no reason why Spider-Man can't be in there. Beauty and the Beast was in there years ago. There's no reason an animated film can't be in there. They just created an animated film category so that the animated films have a place to shine, basically. So, but I thought Spider-Man and I thought Bumblebee were fucking awesome movies. So, anyway. uh, What did you guys, I mean, what do you guys think about it? I don't know. Karen, do you think... Did you have a obviously you would have a, a more closer feel to to Black Panther um, than than me or BJ would? I mean, I still felt close to it because it was something that I'd never seen before, and it was an all black cast, black writer, black director. I was like, this is something I wanted for me, so I felt that that kind of tie, but not somebody like you know that you would. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was not necessarily what. It wasn't for me. Uh, this was when I was watching this. I was watching it with my sons, and I was mm. able to show them that you know what, you could be Black Panther. You could be a superhero. And growing up, I didn't have that type of image to look up to. Right. I had Captain America, I had Spider Man, I had Superman, all that, and that was great. But they weren't me. They weren't dark skin like I was. Right. So when I was able to go to the movies and sit down and watch it with them, I could see it in their eyes that this was something that they weren't able to see before That's so and cool. i could see it on their faces when black panther was fighting or killmonger was even on screen that you could see something in them that was that was really inspiring them and that's wow. what for me was very heavy it, it was cool for me to see it because i've always wanted to see a, a black superhero led movie i mean we had blade i get that but this was completely on a different level right right um but for my kids when they're walking out they're they're acting like Black Panther and Killmonger because, you know, right. one's a butthole and the other one's a good guy in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was cool. And I, and I knew that they wanted to, to, and they wanted to be like those characters now. And that's something that a lot of African kids, African-American kids, I should say, now get to experience. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that yet. Well, this, this yeah, movie... No for this movie proved, though, it, it proved that people do want more diversity. They want... To have that representation, they want to show like, hey, this is what America is really like. Like, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is how it is. It's not, you know, we're not making up some fantasy world. What bothers me, or what Vic had said, I think, earlier in the year, is that all these white people were, you know, putting up this fuss of like, why is this movie getting all this attention? It's like, dude, chill. You have fucking 100 movies a year that <laughs> that represent you. Like, let... <laughs> like leave these people alone like this is not and i don't know how you feel about that or 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 did you get that kind of feeling um i mean i got a a little bit um i think it also on certain levels it showed that we can have a superhero film that's not just that street level superhero i mean i like Mm. Luke cage i think he's really cool yeah almost every other hero that was african-american based was that street level hood guy and this is showing, you know, we can expand beyond what we put our stereotypes yeah. at. Let, let's, let's really show what we can have as a hero. And that's what I think was really good about Black Panther. 
Can you can you take a step? It seems like you can take that step back of saying, "I love Black Panther." I connected with it on a different level than other people would, but I don't think it deserved the Oscar nod or the or the Golden Globe nod. And my my thing is, it's it's it, Black Panther has transcended being a film. It, there's so many more social aspects to that film than just a comic book movie with a lot of black people in it. You know what I mean? Like it's more than that now. And for better or worse, when you bring up that movie, you're going to be either on the side of, I love that movie because it was a good movie. Or you're going to be on the other side saying like that movie's garbage. Justice League was better, you know, like something stupid like that. And I feel like black Panther Kind of feels like kind of feels like the the country right now in a certain God, sense, yeah. right? Like yeah, it feels like you. like Black Panther is like healthcare oh, and 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 not and not shutting down the government, right? Yeah. And there's you're arguing the other side that like Batman v Superman was better than this, and you're just like or or even Suicide Squad, and you're like, what? What, yeah. what are you talking about? I mean, I think it's, it's a lot of it is also the time that we're in. We're in a very divided time for our country and for us as people. And it's it's at this point, everybody's taking sides no matter what it is from stupid things like Gillette commercials. Everybody has to take a side on this. It's like, no, just let it be. Right. You don't have to say, you know, Black Panther's the black everything for you. It's just a damn good movie. (laughs) It's not the epitome of blackness on it. It's just a damn good superhero movie. So enjoy it. Too too many people are saying, well, this is an all black cast. So it's anti-white. It's not anti-white. It's a black cast. Big deal. Because if that was the case, we have a hundred years of anti-everything else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was your same argument. Um, Exactly. So l- l- let's go for Black Panther and and Black Panther to me all the little little things that Coogler and the the writers did to to bring Black Panther to the next level for me and I'm not and I'm not black is all those little social innuendos between the brother and the sister and all these little things that like I could appreciate that I never did but like I've seen my other black friends do. With their with their siblings, you know, I saw those things and I understood like that would have never been in there if you didn't have a black director. No white guy is going to remember no, no to do those little social things, right? Yeah, so, the social cues, black the Panther, social nuances right. and stuff. But black Panther was created by two white guys, yeah. right? So my segue is this: is Black Panther is Black Panther now because of Kugler and his his African American writing team. However, if a white guy start was the director and a white writer was, it wouldn't be there could be an argument saying like, no, we don't need to hire a black director or a black writer. You're loving a character that was created by two white guys. So I don't understand why we need two black guys now to do it. Right? Like you yeah. could make that argument. It wouldn't be right because you would want those little social cues in there. And only way to get that is a black director or a black writer. So that segues me into Mulan, and and the live action Mulan is all front facing Chinese people, right? Yeah. But in the background, it's a white lady and 
three Four. white women and two white guys <laughs> are the writers. Something now, like that. again, Black Panther is a comic book character created by two white guys. Yeah. Mulan was an actual person Historical. living in China, mm-hmm. like a real person. Could I was just wondering if you think if, say... Fuck, I don't even know. Say like the Russo brothers were going to direct Black Panther and there was a white writer too. Would you be on the side of like saying like, why are two white people directing an all black cast about a black African king? You know, I would have to really question it. Um, at at the very level, I'd want some type of authenticity into it. And you have to have somebody that has that experience right. of being an African person. That's not necessarily word. be somebody from from Africa, but at least somebody that's lived in that body. You know what I mean? Um, and I segue, I want to thank you for not mentioning the other movie that was supposed to be, uh, Asian based, but it was a piece of crap. Uh, the last airbender. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. No, that's what happens when you get fucking you get that people movie. that are not what it should be. Right. When you put people in there that are just there for names like M night Shyamalan. Right. That don't really care about the character. And I think that's what uh, I think that's what Coogler had. He cared about this character, and he wanted to make this character something more than just a superhero movie. Yes, right. But but at the same time, like you could see the backlash yeah. if even a white guy was the director of this film. Yeah, even though he loved Black Panther since he was five, before anybody even knew it in mainstream. That because it was created by two white guys and some white kid's going to read this comic book. And the backlash that that would happen if that happened to this movie oh, yeah. that, that, that African-Americans have been waiting for for so long in this country and now you're going to hire some white guy? I, don't, I would be like, I don't give a shit what he knows. Yeah. I think for movie one yeah. and maybe movie two, you have to do what they did with the black, black uh Director, black writers, things like that. I think as people get more accustomed to the character, then you can maybe start integrating other races. But for that first movie, you have to have the authenticity of somebody that A, loves the, the character, and B, is able to relate to that character more. Because like you mm-hmm. said, it, you, you get those little nuances in the connections between the characters. You get those little nods that you maybe won't see if somebody else is directing it. Right. And it, it just helps, you know? Well, I mean, that... That was something that we had a guest on uh, a year or two ago, uh, Sarah Kuhn, a writer, oh. and uh, she she had we were talking about um, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, and I'm not Japanese; I'm Chinese, so I have my own different customs, you know, and they have theirs. And I didn't even think about what would happen in that movie where the scene where Scarlett Johansson shows up to the mother. And the mother just lets this white woman into her place. Yeah. And Sarah was saying that would ne- my Japanese mother would never do that. Yeah. No Japanese mother would fucking do that. And it's because you have some white guy and some white people writing this fucking movie. Yeah. So I want to know where the black backlash is for Mulan. That that was my whole segue to get to, to this Mulan? other part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is to get to this other part where. I can imagine what the backlash would have been for Black Panther if some white guy was directing that movie. I haven't heard a peep, really, about Mulan being directed and written by a total of six white people. About a real person. A real person. Not a made-up character, comic book character made up by two white guys. 
an actual <laughs> real Chinese person that was made by two other Chinese people in real life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I, I got to wonder if maybe the the idea that the Mulan animated movie has already been so integrated into our society, we know who it is, and maybe that's sort of taking the luster off of having this live action movie on it. Right. I mean, like you, I don't, I don't know who's behind the Lion King movie. Do you? If it's white, black, whatever. No, I'm, I think it's some white guy. I think it is some white guy actually. Yeah. So I don't know if we'd have the same backlash, you know. But I, I well, don't Matthew know. Matthew Broderick was <laughs> Matthew Broderick was Simba in the first one. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about, about whitewashing. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got. James Earl Jones was black enough for Matthew Broderick to be. <laughs> James Earl Jones is black enough for almost anybody. Yeah, basically. <laughs> James Earl Jones could make like the 1940 Celtics all black. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, I, I'm always. I must, I mean, you know that you know our show. The the very first time you were on, we we had a diversity panel yeah. um, at Pandemic, and you know you've seen the things that we post and and things like that. And we're on the side of diversity. We're on the side of inclusion. And sometimes it feels like, actually, no, it actually does. It is true that the, like the Asian the Asian community is kind of lost in this whole movement a little bit. Going back to Chris Rock. <laughs> Right, yeah. going back to Chris Rock, what he did at the Oscars. Oh yeah, you know right. what I mean. And it was um, just brushed to the side, like nobody cared. Yeah, I was like, aren't you up there because you feel like you you've been ha- you've had racism on you, and now you're going to pull that shit along with it? I'm like, that doesn't work that way. I mean, do you do you think that's possibly because there hasn't been a lot of Asian activists out there promoting? I, I will say that. I will say this. We're, we don't, as a whole, I feel like, and I don't want to speak to all Asians because I'm certainly not one of them, but in, in this aspect that we're, that I'm very quiet. Most, most Asians are passive. They're not in your face in this kind of a way. Oh yeah. Like we're not going to have some Chris Rock guy pounding his fist like at the Oscars like that. It's just not going to happen. Right. So it feels like it, it, our natural way of of life or whatever or, or buddhist type teachings or whatever teach us to be passive and and let the world whatever you know not shit on you but like yeah. just not ca- not break from the norm i guess i don't know i don't know a better way to put it and but but other races aren't like that no they're you know? not but Ky- but kyron is kind of right in that um it is going to take somebody i mean we had crazy rich asians which I, i'm sorry to say i haven't watched yet i'm going to but, but I you, did, it and some, people thought it, it was Oscar snubbed. Well, that's the thing. Like, I could take a step back. Yeah, I could take a step back from it and say, like, no, you know, I loved Crazy Rich Asians. It was a corrupt. Did you see it? I saw it. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, it was just like a romantic comedy. Yeah. It just happened to have all Asians written by an Asian, directed by an Asian. Yeah. Basically, the non superhero romantic comedy version of Black Panther. Right. Was there a white right. guy? But in it was. That one? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And usually, if there is, they make maybe they make no, fun of. Maybe the but coffee see, shop the, in New York. Okay. When in New that, York. Yeah, you're right. You're but, right. When was, in New York. Once they left New but, York, it was all you know. <laughs> but you, but you need somebody. You need somebody to make those movies to cast those people to, you know, they need that, and then maybe eventually something will come well, about it. But, we we got whitewashed in Iron Man three. Uh, that was Iron Man three. You got whitewashed in Last Airbender. Uh, Doctor Strange. 
Doctor Strange. Um, that one bothered me more. <laughs> that one, yeah. But the Doctor um, Strange one bothered me because they tried to come up with this <laughs> bullshit <laughs> explanation. One. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, you know about that one, right? Yeah. yeah. So th- that that was my segue into that. Was I just didn't know where the where the where the outcry would have been. Because yeah. I, I posted it the second I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. This is bullshit. If this happened to Black Panther, we'd see it all over the fucking news. Yeah. And there's no way you can argue that because it would fucking happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, again, it's, I, I don't think there's a voice out there. I mean, who is an actual Asian activist that you can name? John Cho, but he's not an A-list actor. Yeah. He should be. Because I think he's more diverse um, acting-wise than I think a lot of people give him credit for. I never thought he could pull off Sulu. No. He's a better Sulu probably in certain aspects than Sulu was. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, one that you just had where he's the dad? No, uh, that one I've been waiting for. Um, I missed that, that one, yeah. I haven't watched that one yet either. But I saw him, you know, I've seen him in the Harold and Kumar, so he yeah. plays a certain type of character there. Played a different one in American Pie. Then he did that selfie. Was he really that much different, though, from American Pie to Harold and Kumar? I mean. Yeah. One was a stoner. One was a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big difference. Okay. Okay. It okay. is a big difference. All right. You're right. Um, so, like, I, I could not be doing this podcast drunk. There's no way I could do this no, every single we've Thursday. Tri- we've tried. We've tried. <laughs> it's not It's not it's good. Not- um, anyway, so that's where that's where we got the good special effects of me dropping my drink. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what was I saying? Fuck, John Cho. Oh yeah. So you know, and, but he was also in that uh, selfie show that got canceled, and that was a different character too. He was playing like kind of like a romantic lead. That was different. Um, and and I could see the problems in the beginning of that show, but they finally started to get towards the end when it was canceled. But. But they're not putting him in things. You know, you would think after uh, the guy, uh, Stephen Yoon, who plays Glenn, you know, yeah. you'd think he would be in a lot more stuff after yeah. he was killed off. Yeah, nothing. you think you hardly nothing. anything. He did Voltron. Hardly anything. Oh, he's awesome in Voltron. Yeah, that's but, all he did was Voltron. But only nerds like me and you are going to fucking know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, people so are like, like, and then they just that sounds like Voltron. Glenn. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you finish, that sounds did you like Glenn. That? No, I saw like two more seasons of it. Oh, really? It, yeah. it ends on such a beautiful note. I, I think it was anyway. But. My Netflix watch list is like so fucking long at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. I'm not even going to try anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just watch The Office. Uh, um, let's see. What else do we have here, BJ? Uh, I did my segue for Mulan. What else we got? We got Aladdin. Well, what about some other other? Oh, God. Freaking Aladdin. So everyone, well, that's another one. You know, I think Ad- Aladdin is, I think, like a Chinese Asian story, not an original. Like, where was it in in Istanbul last time? In the it was cartoon? something like that. But there were four, Somewhere I think, four white four white writers that read, uh, wrote it back in 1992. <coughs> so, well, yeah, because it was a Disney film back then so this one's even tougher because like this isn't even based on a real like really a real place either <laughs> like, <Agrabah>. no <laughs> yeah like it's not no. even a real place i don't think it's a real place no there's not. literally like no. nothing about this that so i don't i don't know do you does it really matter in no. this sense not really because you even think about it the original aladdin the best thing about that was robin williams 
white guy. That's true. Right? But yeah. there are yeah. there, there, but there would be cultural things like cultural cues as well between the interactions in the market and in the. But again, it's a made of place. Like I don't even know. Like Wakanda, at least, is like in Africa, right? Like this is just a made of place in Egypt, right? Somewhere in there. So maybe it could be. I mean, I I think if you had somebody that was from that region, there would be aspects of the movie that they could bring to Uh, it. What's your take on Will Smith being the genie? Uh, I have to see the actual Will Smith as genie because I think he's still supposed to be CGI, right? Yeah, well, he's going to be blue, right? I don't. I, I'm not. A, I'm. I don't give a shit about the backlash about him not looking blue yet. That's not my problem. No. My problem is is that you're following Robin Williams, and I don't think I would pick Will Smith for that. No, I, I wanted a, something I'm different. Huge, I'm a huge Will Smith fan. I'm sorry. I think he's going to. You think good. he's going to be good in it? I mean, if you look at everything he's done from Fresh Prince of Bel Air to Pursuit of Happiness, that guy has so much range. Yeah, but recently he seems he seems like he's in like an acting rut, kind of like how um, Tom Cruise kind of is. Like yeah. he's basically Ethan Hunt in every fucking movie he's in. He's an Ethan <laughs> Hunt in something. They just, I mean, he's literally Ethan Hunt and Jack Reacher. They just fucking changed the name. Well, I mean, you pour enough money into somebody's hands, they're gonna do whatever you want, <laughs> right? But he's still the same. He's still the same person. Was what I'm saying. And, and yeah. Will Smith, I feel like. Although he was okay in Suicide Squad. He was probably the best thing in Suicide Squad. He was the only thing good for Suicide <laughs> <Yeah>. Squad. <laughs> oh, that and it ended. <laughs> that and it ended. Well, they're making part two, though. Oh, God. And I think... No, making... actually, with... Uh, what's his face? Um, the guy who just fired... James Gunn. Guardians of the Galaxy. James, yeah, Gunn. James yeah. Gunn. Now and, I'm back on. And they're supposed to be making a Deadshot solo movie with Will Smith, aren't they? Oh, I don't know, but I did. I just heard one where they were talking about uh, Harley Quinn getting yeah. her own. And yeah, wrote, there's like, um, to search for more clothes. Margo, there's fifteen Joker movies too. That's going to be amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be crap. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought I thought Jared Leto was an actually pretty good pick when he was first announced, and then I started hearing all these stories, and then I saw the first look. I'm like, fuck, they already screwed it up. And I think also with before Jared I Lito, even heard his voice. I mean, Jared Leto also followed when the best Joker. I know, but all time it was hard to. It was definitely no. It was not going to be easy. Yeah. But you didn't have to be that bad. Yeah. Well, you and you didn't have that. to. They pumped him up too to be like the second, the second coming of Joker too before it came out. Somebody should have like, said something. I don't think so. Yeah, like easy. Baby. Will Smith should have been like, "I'm not doing this. This is bullshit." I mean, dude just laughed through his hand. He literally got a tattoo just to laugh to it through his hand. Even the Joker's not that insane. <laughs> no chemistry between him and Harley Quinn either. That was horrible. Oh, oh no. That was so forced. So it literally looked like he was trying to rape her in every scene. <laughs> Not even kidding. He uh, might have it, it probably did happen. Because he's, stupid... he's a sick fuck in that. I want to go back to the Oscars just for a second. Did you think um, you've seen a lot of movies, Kyron, last year? Did you think Aquaman was snubbed for visual effects? I actually have not seen Aquaman yet, unfortunately. God damn it! <laughs> okay, but, uh, I can wait, tell wait. you it's better than Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> My kids <laughs> love Winnie the Pooh, though. <laughs> visually, though, visually, visual effects, dude. Visual effects, Aquaman, hands down, man. It, it's, I didn't even like, get a nod. Hands I didn't down, even get a nod. No. Did Black Panther get a nod for special effects? No, Infinity War did. Okay, 
Okay. Okay, I can see yeah, that. I can see that one. Yeah. But I don't see I don't see Christopher Robin fucking not get, getting in and not Aquaman. That's just bullshit. <laughs> there's, there's literally there's literally Atlanteans riding fucking sharks in this movie, and it looks fantastic. <laughs> and you're gonna give it to a stuffed fucking pillow. BJ, if you can see his face right now, he's so pissed. He's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> it's bullshit. Okay, Christopher Robin had the nostalgia factor. Come on. Yeah, well, nostalgia these nuts because Aquaman deserves at least a fucking nod. I mean, they CG'd hair throughout the entire fucking movie. You know Water how much of a pain hair. in the Yeah, exactly. You know how much of a fucking pain in the ass that is? Just think of the guy who had to sit there on the computer talking about one strand. <laughs> Two yeah. strand. Yeah. <laughs> so Can I just copy and paste this shit? No. <laughs> I want to go home to my family. No. Exactly. <laughs> you got more hair to do. Jason Momoa has more hair than that. Yeah. That... <laughs> what, uh, Karen, what, what movies are you looking forward to this year? What are some of your big ones? Uh, well, I mean, Captain Marvel, uh, Avengers Endgame. Um, God, what else is there? Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Far From Home, yeah. What about Godzilla? No. Honestly, no. Only because the last few Godzilla movies have been so bad. Oh, really? It's, it has, like, it's basically like the Sinister Six of fucking Godzilla movies right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all of them. The Avengers. The only the only yeah. thing it doesn't have is that fucking black blob, and the and the, and I th- don't think the turtles in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just my expectations for it are just not that high at this point. I grew up on I grew up on Godzilla, so I can't fucking wait for it. It comes on on uh, the El Rey Network here once in a while. And all. Did you see Bumblebee? No. Um, are you, uh, do you are you big Transformers? Yes, person? I am. Okay, you need to go see that movie. Uh, yeah, only because he's in a. Bum- he's in a beetle form instead of the stupid. I know, but Camaro, it's not. E- but even then, that's like, I didn't a give half a, a percent. Even, yeah, that's dude, a half a fir- percent. If you go by yourself, I guarantee the first five minutes you're going to have chubby. First five <laughs> minutes of that movie. You're gonna oh have yes. Wood. Oh yeah. <laughs> Am I going to have to do like a Pee Wee Herman in the theater? <laughs> <laughs> my theater was packed because my theater was packed, so I couldn't do that. Oh, okay, but I would have. <laughs> but I would have. <laughs> All right. Founder, founder of Taurus Comics is just went to jail for jerking off the Bumblebee movie. And all Transformers fans would have been like, "Okay, I, I see why he did that. I, I know I'll give did. him a pass. I'll help him like, with his bail. First five minutes, fun, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. There's That's literally the new, stains that... all over the theater. <laughs> oh God! There's, <laughs> there's just like forty year old men just jerking off in all these theaters. Just Every shindo. Oh. There's, there's just there's just there's just shirts that says Transformers first five minutes, and everybody just high fives. There's like right now. there's like a there's like first a one minutes. hour there's one hour between movies so that they could steam clean all the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> there's quick view showings where they only show the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> you put a quarter in? <laughs> God no. <laughs> A quarter You're for making me not minute. want to watch this movie. <laughs> no, you still want to watch this movie. I still do. I still it's still do. better than Devastator's awesome. Nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck Michael Bay. 
I feel like sometimes Michael I Bay just... ruined two franchises. You understand? <clears throat> oh yeah. Now which they're bringing you know how they're bringing awful turtles do you back have to be to ruin two trans <laughs> two fucking franchises. Not just one. They're just rebooting. Two. Um, like but they're that's rebooting like Zack turtles, Snyder right? going over to like. I don't know. Going over to Harry Potter and tanking that fucking franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snyder single-handedly ruined the DCU as it is. Like, right? That's gone. what I mean. That's what, that's what <laughs> yeah. we're saying. Like, he only ruined exactly. one franchise. Michael Bay ruined two. <laughs> we need to two. give him one more. <laughs> yeah, we need Zack Snyder to go over to Harry Potter. Actually, they're kind of ruined right now. Star but, Wars. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. Go to Star Wars. <laughs> Let's do that one. Where, Come direct the James Bond movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> where Kylo Ren is just like killing, branding people for no reason. <laughs> branding people. Oh, God. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be Ray. Ray would be doing that. <laughs> 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 and Ray, oh, like. Fuck those movies. He's on a stripper pole. Yeah. Your BB 8s a little jealous right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a. This is a podcast. They don't know that I have a BB-8 on my desk. <laughs> um, what the fuck were we talking uh, about? What else? Michael Bay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck Michael Bay. Bay. <laughs> fuck that guy. No, the movies, uh, upcoming movies. Like I saw the Far From Home trailer, and I was kind of iffy on it because it's there's a lot of it's really Easter eggish for the for the people that have read the comic books and really paid attention to you know. Uh, well, to Spider-Man comics. So, I don't know. Did you see that trailer? And what did you think? Like, what what kind of speculation do you have? And like, what's going on there? Because it felt like like Vic and I were like, this looks like The Incredibles. This looks like Syndrome. Essentially, like Mysterio is like a Syndrome kind of character, where like he doesn't have any superpowers, but he's like really good at building shit that makes it well, look like fa- he's got it, superpowers. Like he might be in he might be in cahoots with like Sam and Hydra Man. You know, oh. fake fighting them. And Molten Man. But did you notice that there was a little bit of Doctor Strange in his in his green shit that he was putting out? There was like triangles. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually see yeah, that. Yeah, there's like little triangles like like uh, from Doctor Strange using the Time Stone. Huh. Maybe uh, they're using like the same special effects group on that. No, but what I'm thinking is if they kept his if they kept his comic book background, he would be a special effects person. Yeah. And Doctor Strange does live in that world, so he would copy that for a movie. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But oh. Th- it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like from everything all the rumors coming out. It doesn't sound like they that uh, Marvel kept his special effects background. So what is it that they're saying he is? I they, they, nobody knows. I guess we'll find out. No, I mean I I, I think from the trailer. They're probably going to keep the ammo that Mysterio has had throughout the entire comic book run of he is this amazing special effects wizard and he's able to use illusions and gadgetry and things like that. And I think the two uh, beast uh, water character and the sand character, Hydra Man and um, I don't think it's Sandman. Sandman. I don't think it's Sandman and, no. and Hydra Man. I think it's I think it's Mysterio creating them, but I don't think it's actually Sandman and mm. Hydro Man. It's just these characters he created. Hmm. That's my take. Interesting. But then he would have to actually manipulate water because there's that one scene where the the Earth. water guy hits, like punches Peter, and he yeah. flies right. back. So it's, it's right. real in a sense. When he's on the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's supposed to be Molten oh, well. Man, too. It's supposed to represent you know air, sea, and water, or air, sea, and land, or some bullshit like that. See, I, I my so, thing is I don't no. think it's going to be actually them because we would have already heard who those actors were. Like if we if they were actually in the movie, we would have figured out 
like we figured out who Mysterio was before even they started filming. We right. found that and out. And you know Sony would leak that shit a long time yeah. ago. So I think it's just they're appearing for those brief couple scenes, and then that's just to make Mysterio look like he's a hero in front of everybody, and then we find out he turns and Spider-Man kicks his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the noir suit. Yes. Which is kind of... That's, that's all fan shit, because... It makes no sense why you would bring the noir suit into this world. Like, right. if you really want Peter Parker for a long time, you can do the fucking Spider Verse well, in real it looks life like now. The, well, yeah, the it looks like wars. the secret, secret wars. Yeah, yeah, secret war suit. That's what. It's... No, yeah, so well, <clears throat> anyway. it's got to be Nick Fury sending him on some type of mission, type of deal. Mm. Yeah, Nick Fury in this movie just seems like they took over for Robert Downey Jr., who could be dead at this point. Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Because you saw the possible. check in the beginning of the com- in, in the trailer too, right? It was yeah. signed by Pepper Potts, but it was a different company. Mm. <clears throat> so. well, I saw some. There's a poster for it where Tony's image is still in the background of the poster. Hmm. Is that the? That's not the official release one though. Because um, the official release one is just a mask with all the the stamps of different countries on it. Yeah. Not that it wasn't the official one, but it was it was supposed to be connected. Maybe it was just fan art. Yeah, maybe fan art. Yeah. You know, like that fan art Captain America, uh, Captain Planet one that somebody. Because there was only two released. It was Spider-Man Far From Home in different colors. Yeah. um, From the first one. And then just the mask was released after the trailer. That's the one with the with the stamps on his face. Those are the only two official ones that I know of. I never saw that one with Tony. Okay. But I. I mean, that's a huge fucking spoiler, Sony. You, you know, like that's a fucking like we knew Spider Man was coming back because yeah, you fucking told us he was in another movie. Can we get can we get back to that? As far as everybody freaking out that they're going to bring back everybody in Avengers, and I mean, we come didn't on, knew that there's going to be another Black Panther movie. There's going to be another Spider Man <laughs> yeah. movie. You know they're coming back, and maybe not they're bringing back everybody, but you know those people are coming back. But fuck Sony, don't show a goddamn check of Pepper Potts in a different fucking company. You oh shitheads. yeah, yeah, and to, and the start and the Avengers Tower being worked on or t- torn down or whatever that is, right? Or some some they were really stretching for this, but someplace said it was the uh, Baxter Building. That's what I heard, and I was like, "That's a fucking stretch. That's a real stretch." Is that is that a pun to be referenced uh, to Mister Fantastic? There's a stretch. I I. I'm not smart enough to admit that's a yes. Oh, okay. So that was definitely all accident. <laughs> it's just all accident. Okay, but if, <clears throat> but I should have played it off like I did. But if if it did turn out to be a Baxter building, what a fucking Easter egg that would be. Especially in scene. But, where- that, and, but here's the thing. It would make no sense for Marvel, who owns now the Fantastic Four, to put it in a Sony film. They would... I- they would if anything, it would be an end credit scene in fucking in, in, in Endgame. Yeah. It would not be in a Sony film because now you'd have to negotiate with Sony saying, like, you're going to put other characters in here that we didn't agree upon from before. Mm-hmm. Good, you point. Know? Good point. So I highly doubt that's the Baxter building. And if it is, it's a one-time thing that they're never going back to that section again. Like, it would just be for Spider-Man. And then in the MCU, they put it somewhere else, forcing Spider-Man to put it somewhere else. Because Spider-Man's part of that universe. It's not the other way around. So that's the only only reason what makes me think that it's not the Baxter building. Because it just... it's, It's hard for me to believe 
Marvel and Disney's big dick would allow such a fucking giant Easter egg to affect their MCU and put it in a Sony movie. You know, right. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's yeah. all about money, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it, There's no way they would do that. Because, you know, Disney wants to own everything. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, they almost do. Yeah, they basically do. Um, you know, they're like, we could buy Warner Brothers. We could buy DC just to piss you off. But we don't even want to do that. You guys have fucked it up so much. <laughs> we're just waiting. We, we don't want this thing. Yeah. yeah, we don't want this. We're just gonna we're just gonna wait till Flashpoint fucking tanks your entire company. Flashpoint number five, six. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, how many times well, is the Flash gonna reset the universe? Well, <laughs> that's that's the TV. That's the TV show. I'm talking about the movie. They're, wait, they're talking about doing a Flashpoint movie. When A, the DCEU doesn't exist anymore, and B, you barely met anybody's own backstory. So how are you going to reset everything when people don't even know what the fuck it's supposed to be? <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's like having a Godfather Part 2 and then never having a Godfather Part 1, and you have no idea what the fuck is going on. You're like, okay, Michael Corleone, who's this fat dude he's talking to? Wait, that's his father? Where's his father? Well, he died in the first one. It doesn't happen yet. That's basically what they're doing. How can you reset a timeline that you never even shown people? I mean, I know the timeline, yeah. but I don't know what the fuck Zack Snyder's timeline is. I don't think Zack Snyder knows oh. what his fucking timeline is. You know what though? He won't honestly, stop honestly, a lot either. of these he won't stop. A lot of these fanboys don't shit care. On Instagram. I know oh, yeah. it's so annoying. Every it's time, so annoying. every time, every time a movie that I want to watch like comes out like like shitty reviews, and I don't go see it. And I see the I see the uh, comments on like you know Rotten Tomatoes or whatever's you know Facebook page. I yeah. I always put hashtag release the and then I look up the director of the film. Like say the director's <laughs> like last name is Benning, so I'll write like hashtag release the Benning uncut version. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like making fun of all the other guys. <laughs> release the Snyder cut. So I write like release like the Benning cut. Be better. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, what was it for? What was Watchmen? Watchmen. No, I, I, I didn't mind the Watchmen, but what was the one that just like what movie just tanked recently? Like really hardcore. Was it oh, what the fuck? Oh, Robin Hood. Or no? Yeah, was it Robin Hood? Right. God, I didn't even I didn't realize that had been released. Yeah, it was released for two and a half hours, <laughs> and so I go onto the page and I write release the whoever the director of that movie is, such and such is cut. You know, <laughs> just stirring up the pot. Yeah, because I think it's hilarious because you've seen the Batman v Superman extended version. It wasn't better. No, it was just longer. <laughs> it explained so much more. No, oh, it dude. didn't. No, it didn't. It still did not explain anything. It didn't explain why Superman was like that. Martha. Or, ba- <laughs> or, or why Batman was killing people. You know, it didn't, ex- it didn't explain why super, anything. it didn't explain why Clark Kent didn't know who the fuck Bruce Wayne was. <laughs> what, what the fuck? I still want to know why the hell Batman was able to walk into that secure um, data bank at the party and yeah, yeah. saw him. Like, really? Yeah, it was, it was like basically just an open door. Exactly. Was, nobody's <laughs> guarding it. No cameras in there, nothing, huh? Just sliding okay, door. Let me, okay. <laughs> You've seen that movie plenty of times, right? Yeah. So remember when Batman? This is the this is Zack Snyder in a nutshell, right? A, a cool <laughs> shot 
with no thought behind it whatsoever logically. Here and here's the here's the setup. It's when you first see Batman. Okay. The cop is walking slowly up the stairs. <laughs> he sees the bad guy across the room from the stairs. He walks in slowly, looks at the looks directly at the bad guy. And then the camera pans out and the cop finally sees Batman <laughs> sitting in the top left corner, three feet from the fucking light. Now you tell me if you this room is big, right? Yeah. You tell me if you started from that side of the room, walking in, you didn't see a six foot Asian guy hanging in the fucking corner in a bat suit when you're looking on the other side of the room. Would you see that guy? Yeah. Yeah. So because of fucking Snyder's camera angle, he forgets that the camera is not the fucking it's not the focus of the fucking shot. It's the policeman's eyes. That would mean a fucking trained police officer couldn't see in his peripheral vision just 20 percent over 20 percent over. Yeah, it's, that movie has so many problems. Hunts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. It is stupid. I, I hated that. I, I laughed out loud when I saw that. I was like, that looks, that's ridiculous. Because he looks stupid just sitting up there in the corner. And then here's <laughs> like, the other thing, too. Here's the other, here's the other shit that was actually released in theaters. So Superman, they had said, you know, he was learning how to be Superman. That's why Metropolis got killed, right? Like, just destroyed, right? Oh, and here's my counter. Here's my counter to that. There's that one scene where, uh, Zod, kicks the gas tanker to him and there's a fucking parking lot filled with cars and people in it what does superman do he fucking chops over it all cool and shit and lets the entire building fucking blow up (laughs) explain that snyder you piece of shit (laughs) he just lets the whole fucking building blow up just because and he's superman he could have just stopped it yeah, and it's not like it was coming at him like really fast, like in the no, original Sup- somebody, the Superman this, Two. Oh. Yeah, remember when Superman Two when they threw the bus at him? Yeah. That was faster than how Zod kicked that gas tank tanker, and this Superman that's, fucking nonchalantly hops over and fucking lets a building blow up behind him. Yeah, that's it that's was a just, cool image. Yeah, cool <laughs> image with n- with that's no logical sense to it. This is the same no. thing with both movies. Anyway, we're supposed to be talking about diversity and shit, and I'm still fucking talking about those goddamn movies I hate. <laughs> We're talking about the movies you hate. That's diverse. Uh, this is diverse. It's diverse that so many different races hate those same movies. So hey, it works out. All the different smart races yeah. hate that movie. Um, you a Star Wars Blue fan? Then, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan. Are you past? Uh, you know. Number four on uh, one to three, we don't really talk about too much at, at home. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just finally saw episode one after like twelve years. Oh god! Yeah, we just did it. We just we, we just ripped, did a, um, ripped it. Apart. We just did an ep, uh, a show on it, <laughs> and Ky- Kyron just let all of our listeners know that he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> it was only two episodes ago. <laughs> I don't listen to every episode. Week. No, no, it was like two weeks. It was two weeks ago. Yeah. But, I have better uh, things well, to do, like make comics. That's why I can't listen to all my podcasts. Sorry, <laughs> or or be on this show. It's like and shit I on listen, Batman I listen, Superman for the hundredth time. I only listen to the ones I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I only, I only listen to the important ones. 
God. I've listened to two of your episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, like You just happen to listen to two. <laughs> I'd like to guess which ones you've listened to. Oh, before tonight, only one. So yeah. <laughs> I've only listened to one before this. I, I wonder which one it could be. It's probably the It review. Yeah, actually, I love uh, the It review. <laughs> So, uh, Kyron, do you have anything you want to plug real quick before we uh, bail out of here? Um, but like my website, which is TaurusComics.com, or do you want me to plug my Facebook page, which is Facebook.com Plug everything that or you want. Do you want me to plug my Instagram and Twitter, which is at TaurusComics? I mean, I can plug them all if you want. Plug them all. Or you can, we can plug my Webtoons comic, which comes out every Wednesday on Webtoons. Just look up Shaman's Destiny. I mean, nice. I, I don't know what else you want me to plug here. That sounds good. Cool. Well, do you have any wife, upcoming? You fucking you have, uh, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd I like to have my wife, but she won't listen to this. So it won't matter. <laughs> she will. She listened to one other one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, we doubled our listeners this month. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We won. We peaked. We can stop now. Yeah. This is the last episode of Chew on This. <laughs> I guarantee the last episode we still will be talking about Batman v Superman. I swear the last episode we will still be talking about it. Be like, remember that fucking piece of shit movie? Remember Martha? <laughs> Fuck that guy. But what you should do is have a, a viewing and you just commentary the entire thing. We did. We, we, we live did. tweeted it one year. No, but the we did the live the, uh, tweet is not the same thing. The special edition um, one. <clears throat> yeah, we live tweeted it. I don't think I could sit through that movie again. Just for shits and giggles, I watched. Ten years. Ten years. We will. <laughs> yeah, just, there you go. Just for shits and giggles, I turned on Justice League the other day. From it was the, from on. the start. From the start, I watched it, and I got to the part where I saw Superman talking into the cell phone, and I just turned it off. Because it still, <laughs> right it still reminded, yeah, right at the beginning, it still reminded. I was like, "Did you guys not watch Sp- Spider Man Homecoming?" Like, still, yeah. because Sp- Homecoming starts off the same way, only better because there's no fake fucking lip on Peter Parker. Wait, didn't Justice League come out? <laughs> no, Spider Man came out first. Really? Okay. Like yeah. five, five, six and, months before. Yeah. Okay. Spider Man came out first, and then they went back and added that shit in. Uh, they were like, yeah, "Oh shit, it works for Spider Man. Let me do it for Superman." Yeah. <laughs> Let me do it for Superman. The only thing I liked about Justice League was the scene where they were fighting Superman, um, where they had just brought him back to life. Right, right. And the one scene where Flash is running and Superman just catches him. Yeah. In the oh, yeah. Because that that's really the one cool. scene where Flash isn't fucking tripping over his yeah. goddamn feet. What the what fuck the hell was, that was that about? What the hell is that? You designed that suit and you can't even fucking run from A to B without tripping? Why does his suit look well, like it's a jacked up Transformer, though? Also, a transformer or a new Power Ranger, and what's with the what's with the fucking string all over it? Yeah, like it's a fucking like a rump roast or something. It needs to be tied together. Like he lives in this high tech little bunker, but he can't put together a suit right. Come on, and why can't he run? You're the Flash. <laughs> it's too tight your on whole, his balls. Your whole stick is writing is is running, and you can't do that. Not well. At least. I don't know. No, I liked that scene. I liked when Momoa was sitting on the lasso. I thought that was pretty genius. But you had yeah, that, that was yeah. we- that, was good that had to have been Whedon. That had to have been Whedon, though. I don't think that oh, yeah. Snyder's smart enough well, the, to the, write that. Well, I thought the scene where um, the Flash writes all that shit on that guy's face for talking shit to him really quickly 
was yeah. you know he puts a mustache on him and all that shit. I thought that was Whedon, but it was Snyder, and I was like, oh, you, well, you did one good thing. Congratulations, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you made me laugh. You entertained yeah. me for five seconds. Thank you. That was more right. than Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What's funny is people think like you need to tell jokes to make a good movie. I'm like, do no. you, have you ever seen a fucking good movie? What is wrong with you? How are you running the studio? There's so many different ways to make a good movie. It's yeah. Just, the problem is that DC wants they, to just mimic what Marvel was doing. They want to mimic anybody because remember they wanted to fucking release Batman v Superman rated R because uh, Logan was just, just came out rated R. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> Logan's a good movie. That's why it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's rated R. It was just a good movie that happened to be rated R. They didn't just say, like, hey, let's just go out and make an R-rated movie. Who the, that's how you fail. Yeah, that's and you were you like... fail at filmmaking. They said that right as the movie was being released, too. Like, the movie just right. came out, and they're like, oh, we're going to have a rated uh, R DVD come out. So why would you have any motivation to go see the movie? Just tank your own movie. <laughs> Remind me, this is the same people that... Brought together Green Lantern. I mean, we weren't really they, setting the bar too high. For they right, said, right. they literally said. But that was outside a, the DCEU. Yeah, but they still had their hand in that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> they, they literally said there's a better version of this movie coming out in a, in a little bit. And the movie just <laughs> yeah. fucking came out. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I know. It's dumb. Stupid. They're I don't fire know. their marketing I, department. I, yeah, but everybody else got fired but them. <laughs> you know all the people so like stupid. all the artists like Kyron got fucking fired. Yeah, I did get fired. I, I didn't eat royalty checks or nothing. No severance pay. <laughs> the fuck is this shit? Well, that's what you get when you tried to draw a dick on Superman's face. <laughs> <laughs> I spent hours making Superman's dick look big, and I didn't get anything for it. <laughs> I was trying to put Mister Manhattan to shame. I did put a dick in Aquaman's uh, scale, so okay. <laughs> That's funny. On the side of his leg. Yeah. (laughs) See that? See that little curvature on his heel? It's not. It's not his. It's not his bone. That's not an eel. It it is a bone, but it's not his bone. See that building in the background in that one scene? That's a a dick. I took that from the Little Mermaid. (laughs) It was you. Same idea. All right. Was it a spell? S. There was sex in the Lion King, right? In the clouds. Yes. Yep. Yes. Sex. And then there is a uh, porno scene in uh, the Rescuers down under. Oh, the black and white. Was right? there? It's just a flash no. of it, or something like that. Yeah, it's just a flash in like one of the windows. You 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 have to like slow down the frames to see it, but it's just a real quick flash of it. I'm gonna have to do that now. <laughs> Like you weren't already doing that. Come on. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that one. And it's, it's like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait that. for you guys to leave. First. It's like one frame. <laughs> it's like one frame. You're like that it's, kid. You're like that like kid watching porn when you're nine and the shit's all scrambled. Right? Shit. Exactly. Is that a boob? <laughs> is that a boob? I think that's that his a- nose. Am I, am I jerking into a boob or an elbow? <laughs> is that American Pie? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, right. hair on, is that hair on her f- foot? foot? <laughs> now, is that her foot or his foot? I can't tell. I don't know what's going on here, but that clit looks like a toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's a dude with a tiny tick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, oh, either God. they're either they're eating ice cream or somebody finished. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Wait a minute, this isn't even a porn channel. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is this? A food channel? <laughs> Fuck! I'm jerking at the Baskin Robbins for twenty minutes. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you need to stir uh, right. that fucking batter harder. <laughs> I'm done. Stir that soup. <laughs> Game over, dead. man. What? Did you watch Bumblebee again? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expect a text message when you see it. Okay. But you're like, yep, you're right. All I'm right. so glad I got extra butter on my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to go by myself. <laughs> go for the late the night back. showing. Yeah. <laughs> go for the t- go for the ten o'clock on a Tuesday showing. <laughs> Nobody's there. Should I just go for like uh, the drive-in? Yeah, we're in overcoat Tuesday, on Tuesday night. Tuesday night at the drive-in cannot be any worse. Yes, right. there's nobody there. God. Either that or like oh, everybody's God. there doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> if the parking lot is packed on a Tuesday night for Bumblebee, get the fuck out of there. It, at the eight-minute mark, all you hear is, oh. <laughs> It's like eyes wide shut in there. <laughs> Everybody's cosplaying as Bumblebee. <laughs> Somebody's dressed as RC. They ask, they, ask for, they ask for a fucking password before you go in. <laughs> Megatron, like, Megatron resembles Megatron resembles the actual toy version where his dick was the trigger. <laughs> Somebody's cosplaying that. <laughs> He's inverted his dick to resemble the trigger. Fire me. <laughs> I'm cocked and loaded. Pull my trigger. <laughs> instead of like the instead of the silencer on his arm, it's like a giant cock. <laughs> He's just going around whacking people with it. Uh, <laughs> I want to see that at Comic Con now. <laughs> like, you I'm need pretty to sure leave. you can Google that. <laughs> you got to yeah, leave. I, I think that's on a different. That's on a different cruise. You're supposed to be. You need to be at the ABN Awards. You're in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see it there. All right, I, enough. <laughs> this has fucking gone off the rails. All right. Well, that was episode. <laughs> And that's that, why we have a casserole episode. <laughs> we have no idea what the fuck was going to happen. We just threw everything in the mix. Now I'm and full, just, and I'm sick to my yeah. stomach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, that was episode 173 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next Kyren. time. And Kyron. And next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>